Oh, oh hold on. Okay. Oh. Wait. We Hello? Good. Wait. We Gucci? Is it, I mean, it still could possibly. Yes. Yeah, okay. Up. Yeah. Is it, is it yeah, getting her? Yeah, you need her? me to speak up. Yeah, no, you're good. We okay, good? Uh, I'll turn What's you up. What's happening to them? It looks like they're going away after they appear. You're very close. Yeah, you're good. You're you're almost. No, you're good. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> Am I too close? No, no, no. no I think you're no, good. Need, okay. I would rather because everybody inevitably like backs away. Yeah. You basically need to be like. You can on feel it. free to back away a little bit if you want to. It's right on. But you're good. <laughs> oh God, I don't want anybody uh, to get the reference. Uh oh. No, please. All right. Are we? Uh, are we ready to try this? Uh, are we ready? I mean, are we going to mention the technical issues at the beginning right here? Uh, sure. I mean, we it, can say something My about computer them and sucks. There it is. Quickly move on. <laughs> the end. Oh. Here we go. Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? Uh, getting good as I turn as I remember suddenly to turn down my phone so that we don't mm, hear my awful, awful text notification. Boy. It's the sound of a fart, in case anybody out there doesn't know. Mm-hmm. When I first you may got have my heard phone. it, you may have heard one or two of them before in the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, it's Just a it's little squeeze squeezed its way through onto the microphone. My daughter, uh, when I first got my phone, I was picking out notifications, and when I hit it, she laughed and laughed, so I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. So okay. if you're ever standing around me and you hear a it, that's, well, there's a good testing chance is, testing it could is be my phone. Sphincter. There's a or, good yeah. chance it could be me. It's a good cover-up. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing okay. You're doing. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm overjoyed to have a special guest. I am too. This week, a guest and a half, because one of them's not at a microphone. She was a suggestioner. Yeah. Yes. We have Kristen here with us. How are you, Kristen? Hi. I'm good. I couldn't say how are you for some reason. My mouth <laughs> stopped working in the middle of it. And and uh, and Fletcher is also here. He's over here hanging in the shadows. Hi. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. If he has any input, he'll have to yell it. Have you guys heard Dren- Drennan Davis? I don't know. Your cat people. There's this guy on Instagram named Drennan Davis, and he has four cats, and he talks for the cats. Okay. And you just sounded like Doug, his cat. Hi. <laughs> you sounded exact. Look at Dren- Drennan Davis. Look for Doug. You'll, we'll talk later. Go ahead. <laughs> and we are here today to talk about the Buck Cherry song, mm. Crazy Bitch. Mm. Um, boy, oh boy, we've all been. So uh, in the beginning, you may have heard a little bit of talk about some technical issues. And we've we watched the music video. and We've all been sitting here um, boiling over with excitement to talk about this fucking song. <laughs> we got Bean buck ding. infected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, before we even say anything about the band or anything, we immediately have to deal with this fact. Kristen saw Buck Cherry live, <laughs> which she started telling us, and then we had to be like, okay, no, just we, we can't talk about it. Stop. But now we can. Yeah. Where in the fuck did you see Buck Cherry? What happened? Why? How were they? Detail. Tell me it all. Okay. So, all right. I guess I'm aging myself, but I was like 17. I was like completely obsessed with Buck Cherry because I just could not get enough of like shitty new metal and rock at that point. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I saw Buck Cherry. You were 99 x out. I was. Yeah. yeah. I was in it. Uh, so I saw them at like one of the 99X concerts or fests or whatever, at, like Palms Park. Mm-hmm. 
uh, so close to downtown. Oof. Who else uh, played that? Man, I don't remember. At some point, Flyleaf was at one of them. I went oh, to no, like all of Flyleaf. them within a span of like a couple of years. All right. So what was this experience like? Um, I mean, to me, I thought it was fantastic. I probably lied to my mom about people I was going to meet up with and like went and like hung out at this giant fest as like this little kid uh, trying to get into like the mosh pit and being afraid I'd break my glasses uh, <laughs> and just like hanging out with like people I shouldn't have been hanging out with who were like 10 years, 15 years older than me. I, don't know, I can tell you how many times growing up I heard in the mosh pit, oh no, my glasses. <laughs> now, do you remember in particular, did Buck Cherry play Crazy Bitch at this concert? Yes. They did play Crazy Bitch. Oh. And you must have lost your fucking mind. Wow. I was losing it. I remember like recording it on my shitty little like cell phone, like flip phone, and being yelled at that there were no recordings allowed. Okay. What? Yeah. They got on your case about they chappelled you. Yeah, this like oh, wow. big security guard was like, "We don't record here," and I was like, "All right." Right. And then I just like moved and like kept recording. Yeah. Now you said you were like seventeen. Yeah. So you're a girl turning into a woman. <laughs> did you think? Did you consider <laughs> Thanks, yourself Kip a crazy <laughs> bitch? <laughs> I was like beyond the complete opposite of a crazy. <laughs> bitch. Okay. <laughs> I was just there for the energy, probably. Okay. Okay. That uh, that makes sense. Did you did you feel good about listening to this at the time? Obviously, oh, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I you're sitting sure here, you're did. going, "It was the greatest thing ever." Do you still hold those beliefs about? You still feel the same way? About, oh no. No. No, 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 no! You don't I look back. Don't. There's no nostalgia. <laughs> oh, there's definitely nostalgia, but like at this point, I'm like, "Oh, that music sucks." Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These truths remain memories. self-evident. <laughs> 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 that all bucks are created cherry. <laughs> yes. Um. <clears throat> So um, now you are a, a good deal younger, a fair amount younger than myself and Seth. Then you're a good deal younger than Mark. So you're yes. a great deal younger than me. <laughs> so now Seth, let's get uh, let's in. get your viewpoint of Buck Cherry. Uh, this was a ninety. You said you were seventeen. Yeah. So this was two thousand seven. Well, I was. I mean, so I, you were fifty three. Yes, exactly. Okay. I was just. I had just signed <laughs> that evening. I had signed up for AARP. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was going in for my colonoscopy, and uh, my third at okay. that time, and uh, you know colonoscopy you the you third. Be careful, yeah. <laughs> I'm royalty, <laughs> and uh, and and I was aware in 2007 of Buck Cherry. They were a thing. Yes, I mean we we all knew about them. We yeah. knew who they were, and I had friends in. I was in a band at the time, not the band that you guys know me for. It was a, a cover band, but I still had friends that was were. Was this in drone? There. No, please let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay, there is zero nostalgia for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> God, Mark, really had got to do it. Really so got you up. I was in a band that I was. I'm so embarrassed about now that it had the worst name ever called Drone. For those of you who don't know, now it's out there. I think oh, only maybe We've all five been or six people bands. knew about it ever, and now you've just reawakened it. My cousin okay. and I had to play in a band called Even Stevens, so I trust me. That sounds we've a million all times it. better. Oh than no, no, it was not. No. Um, so I was aware of them, and I had friends that were in adjacent bands that thought that this was the greatest thing ever, Buck Cherry, because they had revived. You know, we had gone through uh, the grunge period, and all of a sudden, your uh, your crazy cocaine bands were suddenly back. Like a lot of these guys that I knew had experienced in the '80s, and they were so amped up on. And I love your cocaine. Oh, it's back in a big way, and I could not give two shits about it. So, not saying that I'm like, oh, I knew when I was aware, but I got to be honest, I knew when I was aware, 
they were shit from the get go for me. Yeah. I mean, I still I still have the same <laughs> feelings about about Buckcherry. Never liked them. Never have. Uh, think that it's that it's completely awful. Mark, what do you what what were your feelings back in two thousand seven? Did not like them at all. <laughs> I was ardently against. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, two thousand seven. I was firmly entrenched in the uh, indie music scene, mm. and I mean, anything that you know, like t- freely talking about how much you love cocaine and and uh, you know that this song, all this stuff was ardently against anything that I was. I you was were really run into. ardently against. Which I mean, <laughs> yes. Which is uh, which is why I'm glad that we have you here, and I don't I don't mean that in a funny way. I'm glad that we have someone that comes. It's good when we have someone that comes like we with Doug, where we have someone that comes with at least a passing uh, enjoyment in the in the band. I remember just seeing them and just you know I I I, I was just like this is this is just uh, it's ego rock it's it's 1980s ego rock. You're underwhelmed from yeah. the get go, just like me. Yeah, and yeah. it's just you know a bunch of guys that just want to be like. I'm the rock star and you're going to suck my dick because I'm a rock star. And I was like, that's gross. And uh, there's that was so many other bands that of. did it better before them. Example, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a wild, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a flashy rock and roll band that's into getting a lot of chicks and doing a lot of drugs. I mean, without coming out and just saying it, you know, right in your face and just implying it and making it sound flat, you know. Uh, 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 you know, grimy and, 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 and in your face without being so overt. There's so many other bands that did it, uh, that did it better. Band formed in 1995, the singer Josh Todd, who I'm sure you were absolutely enamored with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Unfortunately, that's <laughs> um, correct. Was in a Hollywood glam rock band called Slam Hound, which sounds... <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard a name that sounded so made up. That sounds like a band that's on like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. I feel like, like Charlie Murphy right now laughing. We gotta go down to the hell now, and we gotta we gotta watch Slamhound play. Um, he eventually You're on met after Slamhound. Eventually met the lead guitarist Keith Nelson through their tattoo artist. I everything about this band is so on brand. Yeah, for how they are It's so typical. It's so sleazy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, they signed to DreamWorks Records. Um, everyone was going nuts. The band name is a spoonerism for Chuck Berry. That is how they got Buck Cherry. Hmm. That am, blows my mind. Yeah, I am a uh, I am a I'm a lover of spoonerisms. It is well documented. I'm a lover of Chuck Berry. Not a lover of this spoonerism. Not this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I I can't help but think that some of the um, some of the uh, uh, Stories about Chuck Berry wanting to be peed on or wanting to pee on people. Oh, the group said it was inspired by a a, a drag queen acquaintance of their name. There's named Buck Cherry. Yes. So so says Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thanks for catching that. Uh, They released their uh, self-titled album in 1999. Uh, People liked it for whatever reason. Terry Date uh, uh, produced it, who produced a bunch of other bands like Soundgarden. Um, they went on tour with Lenny Kravitz. Uh, they played Woodstock 99, of course. By the, because... way, by the way, it's Leonard Kravitz. Oh, sorry. Leonard. Yeah. Leonard Kravitz. <laughs> uh, then they released their second album, Time Bomb, in 2001. 
Uh, all music noted, and I quote, for a second record, it's surprising how jaded and nihilistic they are already. <laughs> Went on tour with ACDC, mm. uh, and then three members of the band left. <laughs> they said, enough <laughs> enough for us. We're gone. So this is a kind of a weird part in the Buck Cherry story. So it's just Josh Todd and Keith Nelson, uh, the Tattoo Brothers. Uh, they ended up performing together with Slash, Duff McKagan, and Matt Sorum of Guns N' Roses. Mm. All right. The five of them get together and Great start drama. working on stuff. Yeah, mm. we got Matt Sorum of Guns N' Roses, also the um, the Cult. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Slash, who's Slash, and Duff McKagan, the bassist. They start playing together. They start working on some stuff. They play at a tribute concert. They start working on recording some stuff. Um, and then uh, Slash just shit cans it. And uh, the quote from uh, from from uh, Mr. Todd uh, is it was amazing. The band was slamming and then Slash just came in one day and just shit canned the whole thing. Slash in his autobiography had said, well, his lyrics weren't very good. So he decided to stop doing it. <laughs> they when go off. This? I'm sorry. When this was, was this? 2002. Uh, this three, was, yeah, yeah, this okay. was early 2000. So this is before Slash was this in was, Velvet This was pre-City of Palms Park. This is the catalyst this is the beginning of velvet revolver oh after they get rid of josh todd they pick up a singer named scott wyland and end up starting to do Velvet. who occasionally writes a good lyric he's been known to be in a good band occasionally yeah yeah Yeah, before he died Mm -hmm. um so they get scott wyland they start doing velvet revolver could have been uh could could have been todd but uh it was not it was not josh todd so they end up getting back together after a while uh, with some new members and release the album 15. And that album, the third album, is the one that had uh, a couple of hits next to you, the number two, everything, sorry, and of course, crazy bitch. And here we are. So here, yeah, I was just going to say, here we are. They uh, toured with Motley Crue and Papa Roach, trapped. <laughs> Um, tour began in West Palm Beach, Florida, which <laughs> you can smell not the concert that, now. Not that far from Sefner, Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. No, it's not. I mean, well, I mean, it, geographically it kind of is, but uh, spiritually it's right next to each other. I mean, um, they toured with Kiss. They toured with wow. every band that you could expect they would have toured with. One other thing that I want to mention that is a little bit funky: the bassist for Buck Cherry now is a gentleman by the name of Kelly Lemieux. Who is formerly the bassist of Goldfinger? What <laughs> the ska band? Who I believe quit Goldfinger to join? Uh, yes, to, to join this band, and uh, the bassist of MXPX ended up this joining is... Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah, it's if you can hear weird Fletcher shuffling. in the background. Yeah, his mind it, is exploding. When I was now. looking around at this stuff, I was absolutely shocked. Well, um, sometimes you get when you know bands cross streams, so to speak. Yeah, this is a little bit. This is very. This is very odd. From from Goldfinger to uh, Buckcherry is just one that I wouldn't expect. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, it just goes to show that in in the world of music, you you go with what pays. This yeah. This reminds me of something that's a little bit. Did you ever hear this? You, we, you and I both know, and you probably know as well, of Minor Threat. Yeah. Right. And their original bass player was a guy named Brian Baker. Right. Now, minor threat you think of as icons of integrity, um, you know, standing up for 
the common working guy. I mean, not the common, but I mean, just 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 having values. They're a band that 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 kind of put them on their sleeve and show them to everyone. Brian Baker went on to play in a glam rock band in the 1980s called Junkyard. That was stereotypically, I'm talking like Cinderella and Poison, glam, which you wouldn't have imagined him going to, making crossing that stream, so to speak, like this bass player from Goldfinger. You wouldn't have imagined it, it, it going that way. and But this just goes to prove that even if you get to the 2000s, it can still happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a strange thing. And what a beautiful segue. Really? Because one of the things I want to mention about Buck Cherry here is that they started releasing some singles uh, called The Singles Club. And one of the songs that they covered is this little number right here. Is that Small Man Big Mouth? Oh my God! Unbelievable! Are you fighting for? Is it because you're fighting for? Oh my God! Actually, really good. It's not that bad. <laughs> I found this while I was talking to Fletcher and Kristen uh, wow. about about doing this, and I That's was kind of looking through their history and found that they also cover Beast of Burden, which I have not listened to yet. Oh. They released an album called Fuck, where all the songs on it have the word fuck in it. It's one of those things where you kind of hope. Uh, so we were, we were kind of talking about this, and I think I've played a little bit for you, but... It, this is funny how all these con- conversations kind of converge. We were talking about how um, uh, Nickelback has covered Metallica at past mm-hmm. concerts. Yes. And they sound better than Metallica. It's it's like the height of their career, in my opinion. And people are just like blown away. And not, it, they, they covered Sad But True, and it sounded really good. But they've also covered Four Horsemen and some other heavier songs. Wow. Sometimes bad Bad bands have good musicians with good musical taste in them who just do a certain thing because it makes them money or because they have multiple tastes that are bad. Case in point, uh, Mike, whatever his name is, Herrera from MXPX being in Goldfinger, <laughs> the guy from Goldfinger went yeah. above Jerry. It's a gig. You take it. Dude, I saw Drowning Pool do Creeping Death at, in West Palm Beach. See, that's enough. bizarre. And it was wow. the best thing they did all day. I mean, especially if, you know, you're such a... How you, if you feel the way I do about bodies hit the floor. Uh, funny note, just side note, uh, singer died three days later. Um, oh, yeah, but uh, it was in a pool. No, I don't know if it was, but (laughs) (laughs) um, so this song came out in 2004. Um, there's a little bit of debate. It seems like the singers kind of waffled back and forth on whether or not this song was inspired by the Paris Hilton sex tape. One Night in Paris, which is a clever name, in 2004. Um, this song did earn a nomination for Best Hard Rock Performance at the 49th Annual Grammy Awards. Notice I said nomination. It did not win. Thank Christ. Uh, the studio album came out in 2006. Um, Todd, uh, Josh Todd said uh, the video kind of sparked the idea. All the guys that we know have had crazy girls like that in their lives. So we wanted to write a song with an idea that people could latch on to. Mm-hmm. Seth, do you latch on to this? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, good. I do not. I, I don't. Uh, I don't feel. Uh, Kristen, do you latch on to. Have you ever had a crazy bitch in your life? 
Um, no. I mean, I've had some some people that of of questionable mindsets. Is has that ever happened to you? I don't think that that has ever. Happened. Did you ever think that it was a good idea to have sex with those people? <laughs> I mean, if if you had those crazy mindsets in your life, it's usually not a good idea. Oh yeah, definitely not a good idea. There was probably a point where I was like, oh, like that rules, blah blah blah. But uh, thankfully, that never came to. <laughs> did you? Did another question? Did you? How? How did they appear to you when you saw them at City of Palms Park? I mean, was it just? Was there just? Uh, was it just? Um, you know, I'm enamored with this rock band and and the whole sound of everything. Or was it? Or did you? Let's let's give it a comparison. Did you feel like one of the girls sitting there screaming at the Beatles? You know, did you feel like that? Were you caught up in the in the moment, or was it you actually did like them? I feel like I actually did like them i mean i don't know that i could have gone like full like groupie but Mm -hmm. i was there and like having a great time and just like you know rocking with everyone else there and like i said you know trying to like keep up in the mosh pit and not you know break my glasses and still (laughs) look like i was like really cool um but yeah no i mean i think it was mostly just there to like have a good time enjoy their music and you know just how let me ask you one more question how long after this concert concert did it take for you to come to your senses? Uh, <laughs> longer than it should have, probably. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I'm I, glad you're here where you are today. I'm so <laughs> happy you. about that. Yeah, I, I, you know, we all it, growing up. God, I wish I knew why I liked some of the stuff I liked when I was younger. You don't come out of the womb smart, man. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't, yeah, you kind of feel yourself around and uh, feel around and figure it out. Um. So the music video we'll talk about a little bit more uh, in depth, uh, a uh, a memento-esque backwards telling um, of the band being, I guess, arrested because they got a parking ticket. Um, there was an original version of the music video that was filmed at the Key Club in Los Angeles uh, that was made to look like a strip club. Uh, there is a... Uh, there's a a, band, a video on the band's website called Behind the Bitch. Um, they recruited dancers and strippers for the low-budget video, which was directed by Ulf Budensiek. Ah, Ulf. The video exists in two versions, one X-rated and another clean version that has been aired on Fuse TV. Remember Fuse TV? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, the clean version was not approved by MTV, who demanded more than 80 cuts. Um, so... Uh, that never got shown. They made another version, which is the one that we saw where an attractive woman cop, uh, because we sexify everything, um, takes the band in. Um, there I'm was so glad they cleaned it up for the kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a big controversy as to the music video filming um, where, um, and I'm reading this from Wikipedia, a lawsuit was filed that alleges that a minor was given alcohol to drink and allegedly was filmed exposing her breasts kissing another female and writhing against the pole while Buck Cherry performed the song at the video shoot, which was later to be proven false. So mm, apparently it didn't really happen. So for, for what for for what it's worth, as far as Buck Cherry is concerned, they did say they were taking IDs, having people fill out information. Mm-hmm. They were filling out stuff saying, like, you can show me on the video and stuff. So they said, you know, basically, if anybody you know, gave false information that's on them. There's so nothing everything can points do. to Buck Cherry being on the up and up. Yes. Okay. Um, right. So, you, hey, you, I hope that doesn't <laughs> soil the, your view of them. 
Um, should we get into these fucking lyrics? I think we know yeah. everything we need to know about Josh, Todd, Keith, Nelson, and the remaining members of Goldfinger that are playing in the background. The Goldfinger rhythm section. Yeah, so we get the beginning, we get the boom, 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 boom. It's one of the weirdest things. And then, all right! Uh, and uh, our little guitar lick here. Um, and then we get our first verse. Break me down, you got a lovely face. We're going to your place... And now you got your freak me out. Scream so loud, getting fucking laid. You want me to stay, but I gotta make my way. Should we stop there? Yeah. Big, okay. yes, we should, there's some, there's yeah. A, there's yeah, we need to unpack to that a bit first. Please break this off. Break us off something. <laughs> break me down. Um, so yeah, he's like, all right, you're hot. We're going to go to your place. We're going to hook up. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you know, I'm going to give it to you good. You're screaming. It's great. And uh, then I'm going to bounce. <laughs> you want me to stay? I got things to do. Bands to start. I'm so uh-huh. glad I met you in line at the post office. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do think you know I I can't tell if he's kind of like giving giving us the story as it's going along when he says we're going to your place. I picture I can't tell if he's telling her we're going to your place or like he's in the car and he's saying to himself giddily we're going to Ooh, your place. Go to your place. I, I'm, I'm completely pissed off for a completely different reason. Please tell me. Okay. And that is, this could have been the shortest song ever. <laughs> because that right there, you've just described the entire encounter, could have been over. Could have yeah. been done. You're not wrong. It's It, it could have been done right there, but the we whole, had to... The whole gotta, song is in the first verse. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, much. well, that's good writing, right? You have your thesis right there. Uh, if you're Hemingway. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> but he's not... <laughs> The shortest sad story ever written. No, no. Used baby clothes never worn. The ice sale. Oh my god. For sale baby clothes never worn. (laughs) Yeah, he's not burying the lead. He's like, let's just get in it. Yeah. Yeah. This Uh, guy is also pretty obviously a sub. There's there's a lot of stuff in the music video where she's pulling their hair, and he, you know, the first thing he says is "break me down." He's like. I want you to, I don't know, do whatever to me. Break me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Break uh, me down. Take away my defense. <laughs> but how sweet that he says you've got a lovely face. For for as dirt as he gets, for him to say you've got a lovely face. <laughs> you just hear Paul crooning to a young lady, you got a lovely face. Uh, you got a lovely face. And now you got to freak me out. Scream so loud, getting fucking laid. I mean, oh, what a I didn't dude know what was sentence. implied by screaming. I'm glad that they included that line. <laughs> yeah. And I, again, it just, some of this sounds like he's just talking about the stuff while it's going. It's like, we're going to your house, getting fucking laid. <laughs> like, it's just like. He was updating his Facebook. You know what it was like? <laughs> yeah. Josh, Josh Todd, Todd is. is... <laughs> going to her fucking laid. <laughs> Uh, uh, you want me to stay, but I gotta make my, but I gotta make my way. Okay. Is, is nobody gonna That's break a his stride? Is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, wait, let's let's think about this. He's gotta make his way. I mean, is he making his way in the world, or is it just him saying, "I busted, I'm out." I think he's saying, I think yeah. that's what he's yeah. saying. He I got mean, what he wanted. We, got, we have to pose yeah. those questions here on Lyrics to Go. So, all right. So, away we go. Okay. So, yeah. then we get to the chorus. Hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good I'm on top of it. When I dream, I'm doing you all night. Scratches all down my back to keep my right on. Hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good I'm on top of it. When I dream, I'm doing you all night. Scratches all down my back to keep me right on. 
I'm so relieved right now. I really am. Knowing that this is all just a dream sequence from the third line. <laughs> you know, well, this isn't real. It's just a dream. Thank God. Just a dream. Yeah, Something I just have to mention real quick while I'm thinking of it. This song has the audacity to have two bridges. <laughs> I know. Yes, it does. I mean, come the fuck it, on. It's awful. This short song. fucking cherry. <laughs> Stand up for him, Kristen. Please. Yeah, just, just please. Um, I do like a voice of reason when we have one in here. It's nice. As a woman, <laughs> if someone tells you that you're crazy, but you fuck so good, it's okay. Is that, is there any positive to take away from that? No. Okay. No. That's what I figured. Yeah. But I wanted to hear it from, from the mouth of an actual person. Of <laughs> no, the that's opposite, terrible. Member of the opposite sex. Yeah. You, so you're saying that like, if you, if you, just as hypothetically, if you were a crazy bitch, <laughs> and 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 some guy came completely to you after, hypothetical. A guy came to you at the end of a night spent together, because obviously the love of your life is not coming to you and saying you're a crazy bitch and you fuck so good. That's not. I don't think that's who you marry. But a guy that you spent an evening with said you're a crazy bitch and you fuck so good because of it. How how would you take that? I mean, I mean, I'm sure that there is a some women out there that that are proud of it maybe oh totally yeah. 100% yeah, yeah they're like yeah fuck yeah i'm a crazy bitch like yeah there i mean yeah. there are definitely people who i mean there are men and women who are both like yeah it's cool that i'm crazy man yeah i mean look at uh look at look at cypress hill <laughs> don't you know i'm loco like <laughs> he's he's de- people get pumped about like being the mm. crazy one yeah um and the funky feel one yeah um, <clears throat> I, when he says i'm on top of it so when I think of the phrase, I'm on top of it, it means like, don't worry, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Strange choice of words. In this in this case, do you think he means he's on top of her body and he's just referring to her body as a thing? I'm not giving them any poetic credit. credit <laughs> nothing, but a, nothing but a, a living fleshlight. I'm going <laughs> to... I take. <laughs> oh no! That's 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 an that's audible not me. stomach turn right Todd, there. Just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't give them any uh, credit for any sort of uh, poetry. I, I take everything coming from Buck Cherry at face value. I'm sorry, but yeah, um, you know, the rest of the course I think is mostly um, makes a little bit of sense, except for and and I I I, well, I, I kind of mentioned this line while we were listening to it, and you both were like, "Shut up!" <laughs> Scratches all down my bo- my back. To keep me right on. We've arrived. Yeah. All right. So it, you came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, everywhere. Of course, the, um, the 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 famous meme about when a British person says they're coming, they said, "Oh, I've arrived." <laughs> <laughs> to keep scratches all down my back to keep me right on is once again the on top of it question. This is you know you could take it with a double meaning. I'm thinking once again that it's the physical act of being right on, keep me right on top of you because the oh, scratches are pulling you down. Okay, you know, like when she's digging. Yes, yes, yes. You okay, know, and I'm thinking yeah. that's it. If anybody okay. out there, I'm just telling you that, Buck Cherry listener, <laughs> do not look any deeper into these lines than All what we are giving you. you. <laughs> well, it's, that is a, no. That that's that. You're right. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're right. That is a very messy way to say it. It is. Yeah. But okay. But it you is have weird to take phrasing. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
no, I think th- at this place you have to take it at face value. <laughs> yeah, I think you yeah, do. for sure. Yeah. But the, yeah, like I, I'm on top of it, meaning like you got it. I'm on it, boss. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's it's what I was like, yeah. He's got like crazy bitch on his to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eggs, bread, uh, do the laundry, take the dog for a walk, fuck a crazy bitch, get on top of it. <laughs> fuck so good. Uh, yes. Um, so that is that is uh, that is the chorus. And then we get some riffage. Uh, and then the second verse. Take it off. The paper is your game. You jump in bed with fame. Another one night paid in full. You're so fine. It won't be a loss. Cashing in the rocks just to get you face to face. Okay. There's a little more. A little more to work with here as far as depth. Not much. Not much. Um, take it off. The paper is your game. We do know without uh, having watched the video, just by virtue of us going through the Wikipedia, that there is this whole stripper thing involved with their show and uh, and what they recorded. So we know that the paper is your game obviously alludes to she's taking off her clothes to make the money on stage that she's going to make doing what she does. Um, yeah. And, and we just have to say that, you know, being a girl, not coming down on it in any way we're all there's all kinds of people in this world being a lady that were a lady of the pole as ludicrous said um is not always the mentally healthiest of occupations you're probably you, you, you you're not not always at you but what i'm trying to say is i've known some strippers that were pretty damn crazy Crazy bitches? Crazy bitches. Cra- I, mean, oh, I don't want to call them okay. bitches because I don't like that. But they were a little bit crazy. They were just a little bit off. So obviously alluding to that. And then to say to jump into bed with fame is if this chick is doing that and he considers himself to be the fame that she's jumping into bed with, this woman has set the bar very low. Very, very low. Aim high. Yeah, because nobody... You gotta start somewhere. Most women out there go... I mean, even if it's like, oh, Brett Michaels, you know, they know that name. <laughs> I mean, they might know that name. Who the do fuck Do you know knows? who Brett Michaels is? I do know who Brett Michaels is. Uh, they're they're yes. proving my point. Josh Todd? <laughs> who the fuck knows who Josh Todd is? You Not know, it. So, well, yeah. I do now. What do we do now? So, I mean... <sighs> It's interesting. The genius annotation for the first lines here. Take it off. The paper is your game. You jump in bed with fame. Another one night paid in full. Actually, I'm sorry for, for I think the whole first verse. It just says or second verse. A girl who would do anything to meet or sleep with someone famous. In other words, the crazy bitch is a groupie. Now, I have some questions. I'm kind of trying to f- just figure this out in real time because I haven't listened to the song until today because I don't like it. <laughs> And I didn't want to listen to it. So the paper is your game. We're talking cash money, yeah? Yeah. That's obviously yeah, what Okay. For sure. So take it off. The paper is your game. He's paying her. He's talking about stripping. homework. And I think I think there are many strippers who have their shit together. I oh, mean, absolutely. Yes, there are. Yeah. I mean, there's crazy, crazy bitches and and dudes. What's the What's the male version of a bitch? Punk. I have no idea. Punk ass. <laughs> Punk ass. <laughs> Um, Maybe that's not it, but I can't think of what it is. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so you jump in bed with fame, another one night paid in full. So, yeah, okay. Shithouse rat. Seth, or, uh, Fletcher says, perhaps bastard. Setcher. Yes, Setcher. It's a, <laughs> the two of you combined. Uh, so another one night paid in full. So basically he's saying he has paid her 
and he's basically paid for her sex. Mm-hmm. Do you Is think that... that's it? Well, I mean, he says another one night paid, one in, night full. paid in full. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Does. You're so fine. It won't be a loss. So basically, like, it's worth it. Right. Cashing in the rocks. Yeah. Are we talking? Are we talking crack? Crack cocaine? It's not out of the question. It's but I did look at that definitely not today. out of the question. Like, no. I mean, we've graduated from the mean? from the cocaine in uh, in the 90s and 2000s to, to full on crack. <laughs> how much for one crack? <laughs> one crack, how please. Much, how much is one crack rock? <laughs> Will one crack rock be enough? So, I, I mean, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is that it's maybe diamonds. I, I cashing I, in the rock. I just, just don't to know. Get you face no. to face. Yeah, I mean, I, it's got to be like. It's got to be crack. Okay. Or getting your rocks off. I I don't know. Cashing in uh, the rock. I don't. Cashing in the rock. It would be it would be weird to me if he's treating it's like her rolling like... in the deep, but but serious person. <laughs> <laughs> Cashing in the rocks. Adele, he is not. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. It's it's got to be. I, I I'd be. I'd be a little bit freaked out if he was treating her like Pookie from New Jack City. You know, <laughs> I'm going to get you to come over here for these rocks. I would be a little bit weirded out by it. I, I, I have to think, ooh, maybe, I'm just thinking about this, maybe he's alluding to like, he just wants to throw that in there because other bands have, alluding to the greatest, what a lot of rock guys think is the greatest hard rock record of all time, Rocks by uh, by, you're on by Aerosmith. I am on crack. You're, you're, I know where crack. you're getting your rocks. Yeah. Buck Cherry. I'm getting them from Josh Todd and Keith Nelson. Did you have any other uh, input in the yeah, second what verse do you here? Think? What? Yeah, I don't like this verse. <laughs> well, well, that, that kind of. <laughs> I, okay. I, this I, podcast I, would be so much briefer if we just did that. <laughs> second verse. Well, yeah, how was I don't like it. How was All your right. week? It was good. Do you like this song? No. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, you know, when I first was listening to this song and when I was really into Buck Cherry, I was just singing it just to sing it and not really listening or, or well, hearing it, which, of course, that's as we do, didn't think you were at home, like writing a dissertation on this. <laughs> one. We didn't think that. You know. um, but yeah, reading it today, it just it just doesn't leave me with a good feeling. It's just very <laughs> welcome to lyrics to go. <laughs> it leaves me with a feeling the song and, and, and that what's the other song with the cocaine lit lit, lit, yeah. lit up. Yeah, cocaine. lit up. Leaves me with a feeling of like uh, being covered in soot. It just makes me feel like I've got to take a shower. Like like rats have been running all over yeah. you at night. Yeah. Buck Cherry must get along famously with um uh with that band that does Butterfly. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Crazy Town. Crazy, crazy town. town, yes. Oh, well. These crazy bitch, two, crazy, crazy Town. Crazy Town. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, and I mean Crazy or Buck Cherry. Yeah, crazy, crazy town. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, crazy cherry. What was that guy? They got to start a super guy. Group. Oh, I can't remember. He had a weird name. Oh, oh no, it's Seth. That's the weird name. It's a, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he has some nickname. I can't remember. Shifty, Shifty Shell. Thank you so much. What, where's your Jesus. mic, Fra- uh, yeah. Fletcher? Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I just found this random like blog post where this person's talking about like I couldn't think of anything else to do, so I decided to explain crazy bitch lyrics to you. Please. And they do say here. Uh, for cashing in the rocks, slang and crack. I think that's what it is. I think so too. Cashing in the yeah. rocks to get you face to face is giving a woman crack cocaine 
to spend time with. So basically, like money and crack. He yeah. was so famously he can keep spending time. So with we him. are dealing with a certified crackhead. He did have a out in the open public uh, cocaine problem. Really? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> Out in the open. The guy I that mean, said, I love the cocaine. I mean, he did. I have... love the cocaine. Yes. It's the antithesis to, it to Eric Clapton. It's just in. Singer of I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. Loves cocaine. <laughs> then we get a second chorus for some reason. Hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm on top of it. When I dream, I'm doing you all night. Stretches all down my back to keep me right on. Hey. You're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good I'm on top of it. When I dream, I'm doing you all night. Scratches all down my back to keep me right on. Then we get the first bridge uh, after a little guitar solo. Now, I, I got I got shit to say about this guitar solo. Oh, thank God. Okay, now, so If you're a listener, you probably know by now, Seth is the guitar solo man. Well... I like talking about them and what they express. It doesn't. You don't have to be some sort of technical genius in order in, in, to express the pop of singing the song. This song comes off the way it is supposed to in this song, and it's so funny that as we were going through Wikipedia, that they had mentioned that just a little while before they had been working alongside Slash, and uh-huh. this sounds. And when I was listening to it before I knew that information, I thought to myself, "This sounds like the biggest." wank stock ape of a slash solo i've ever heard damn and it sucks there you go yeah so yeah. fuck that suck that nelson fuck that nelson yeah keith nelson whatever his name is keith nelson thank yeah. you um yeah it sucks uh, i mean it's it, it's fine it, it is it, what it's it is. what it is i could i couldn't play a guitar solo this good no but it sucks unlike uh unlike jailhouse rock you could bet you could <laughs> which i still think is infinitely better than this oh you're because it fits you, the song you're it's gonna childish. get some of that crack face to face. I do. I need some. Um, so then we get our first bridge, which is very bizarre. Get the video. Fuck you so good. Get the video. Fuck you so good. Then we get the drums breakdown where he says, "Crazy bitch, crazy bitch, crazy bitch." <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Uh, that drums, I've never been so sad to hear just vocals and drums. <laughs> <laughs> There's every time I wanted to hear vocals like mass by bass and guitars and a barrage of like shitty music. Right. It's when he's cornily moaning, crazy bitch. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's it's a problem. Get um, the video. So we go. Yeah. Yes. Get the video. So, we'll yeah, be talking about just, it. Uh, so... What does that mean to you? What? Like Get he's going to like record them? So do you think what he's trying to say is get the video camera? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like get the video camera. <laughs> Fletcher had one job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get the video camera. Let's set this up. Let's get freaky. You know. Do you know what I think that this is? And what? it just goes to prove how shitty and how weak this whole fucking thing is. Tell me. Is um, somebody had mentioned earlier that it was a comment or commentary on the recently released One Night in Paris, um, Paris Hilton sex tape, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't hear anything else in the rest of the song about videos or recording anything. But right here, just at the bridge, it's like, 
Oh, th- what I what I picture is oh, this just happened. Let's throw something about it in the song somewhere, which is cheap and shitty. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's what I think that's what, we, what we've come to. Not like it's any great revelation or anything uh, deep or shocking, but it just you know. I'll just say that. Get the video really upsets me on an English language. <laughs> like, get the video makes me think like, oh, show me that video. Um, not get the video camera. Where's your VCR? So I was thinking maybe he needed to watch porn to get off or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes off very like Patrick Bateman. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. you so good. Like, oh, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. You bring up a good. A good point. Can't it help is. but wonder how uh, how Josh Todd is in the sack. Probably not. I probably not I good. do not. I think he probably has limp cocaine dick, old cocaine dick. That is just. So then we get another chorus. Hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. I'm on top of it. When I dream, I'm doing you all night. Should I do this whole thing? No, again? no, no. Yeah, fuck no. That. I think we get. We can yeah. get to bridge too. <laughs> I think we all understand. Different. Yeah. Uh, but after the after that chorus. We get another bridge, and again, I, I can't state this enough. Bridges are like superpowers. You know, with great bridge comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bridges really should have a a specific use in a song. Mm-hmm. And these bridges take the song nowhere. Nowhere good, anyway. Yes. So we get that We're third chorus, for the love of Christ. <laughs> um, and then we get... Baby girl, you want it all. To be a star, you'll have to go down. Take it off. No need to talk You're crazy, but I like the way you fuck me. I, I just saw the, the the needle go to red, go into the red with Kristen and I, and I completely get it. Kristen, please. I completely yeah, go crazy. Whole, okay, so it's like the song is terrible and all the way throughout. And then you get to this and you're just like, oh, okay, this is beyond terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just like he's it completely is. full of himself. He's like... I'm going to fuck you. You're hot. Like, you're going to love what I've got to offer. Like, you're going to get a piece of this. Like, we're going to make our own little recording. Baby girl? Yeah. Ugh. No. Don't like baby girl. And to be a star, you have to go down. You bring up a very good point that I did not get at all from this. And this is why it's so great to have another set of eyes on this. The song starts giving her a lot of power. She's got a lovely face. Um, you know, I'm lucky cause I'm getting laid. You're so hot. Mm-hmm. But as the song goes on, it starts becoming more and more about him. Mm-hmm. You I'm fucking so you lucky. so good. Um, you know, if, cause first he's saying you fuck so good. Now he's like, I fuck you good. Then, yeah. Then we get the baby girl you wanted. I mean, this is like, this is like dirty talk one Oh one. Uh, I mean, what I would expect from the singer of this fucking band, um, the genius annotation, the singer believes the only way in which the girl is going to get where she wants is through sexual favors. <sighs> and Josh Todd is the one to get her there. Yeah. 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 This is good. You're right. This has got Weinstein written all over it, man. This is you're going to get a great part of the movie. If you just do this, it's uh... yeah. Telling her she wants it all. To be a star, you'll have to go down. Ugh. 
take it off and, and no need to talk you can see him putting his finger to her lips and just like shh yeah you're crazy but i like the way you fuck me i mean it's taken away any sense of like agency or power that she had this second bridge snatches it right up yeah (laughs) just totally gone uh and then we get some chorus action and then that's it the song is done and thank god it is but i like the way you fuck me at the end oh yeah one little just I'm, I'm i mean we're just mentioning that as uh giving you know we, we read lyrics, lyrics here we've done that we've reached the end thank god um we have to address this video now like they said it's got like a a memento feel it starts off at one thing and then you find out by the end of the thing how they got there it works backwards um you guys are a little bit more mark you being the memento fan that you are are a little bit more acclimated without with how these things work Starts off with a band in a jail cell, um, and uh, there's this attractive female police uh, officer Mm -hmm. who um, is unbuttoned down, you know, about five buttons, exposing a fancy brassiere, um, and she's doing stuff with her nightstick and whatnot, and she's just, like, being horny against a wall can't be regulation no absolutely not no no that's she would get in trouble I think. we're in josh todd's world right now yeah this is yeah this is buck cherry's world baby um and it's strange the guitar solo the guitarist is playing a solo and she's reaching through the bars and <laughs> bless, you, bless you rubbing his tattooed arms and uh then all of a sudden for some reason they're out on the street and and she's arresting them. She's got them against a wall. And I think at that point I asked out loud, "What are, are they getting rearrested? Yeah, or is this the arrest that took place to land them in jail? I think this is the initial arrest. Yeah. And uh, we yes, we des- decided it's probably the initial arrest. Um, she's feeling them up. You know, it's just. <laughs> I, I can't say I expected any more yes. from this. Yes, yes, oh, obviously. No. I, yeah. I did. There was the bar one thing, is very low. But this is like what every woman, not every woman, what most women hate, which is just like the female version of any profession is just a horny woman using that profession as an excuse to want to fuck some guy it's halloween and it, yeah ex- i was yeah. just thinking the same thing it's like a perfect <laughs> halloween episode because yeah. well, it's just like naughty nurse oh if you're yeah exactly yeah. if you're a doctor you don't exist to be a doctor to help people mm-hmm. you exist that you're going to tell some guy to cough and you're going to hold his nuts and you're going to go she's going to go oh these balls are so big i like balls and it's like they can't just be a good doctor yeah. or like a lawyer it's like oh well i could <laughs> i can work for you pro boner <laughs> like there's always going to be just some like weird sexual slant to it and so this woman of course is 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 patting them down mm-hmm. but she's you know she likes it yep. Ooh, yeah she loves uh, her job it's and then all of a sudden we go well, well hold on the one part of the video that i actually for one second through no fault of their own made me laugh she turns that police cruiser into a clown car and oh, crams yes. all of them in it, that which to me funny. is infinitely funny. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of like pushing them all in the car. And of yeah. course, 
while she's driving them to the police station, she's biting her lip. Oh, God, they're so sexy. As they're all like rowdy in the backseat. How lucky that I got to arrest Buck Cherry. Mm. (laughs) Not lucky at all. Can you imagine how that fucking police cruiser smelled? Jesus Christ. All kind of Buck and And then all of a sudden we go back again and she's at their like Mercedes fucking. Yes. uh, Giant ass fucking Mercedes SUV. And she's giving them a parking ticket, it seems. Yeah. So we don't really know what happens between the parking ticket and them getting arrested. I'm guessing they must have like, maybe they called her a crazy bitch Mm. and she uh, decided to arrest them for it. But I don't know anybody who really gets a parking ticket and then gets arrested for it. Well, if you've watched any YouTube videos about how people ratchet up their encounters with the police, but that's not what's going on here. No, that is totally not what's going on here. I just have to ask, did either of right when we're sitting down to watch the video, I thought this and I wanted to say it out loud. I'm glad I remembered it to ask you guys at the beginning of the video. He kind of looks up into the camera with that. All right. And did any of you guy catch any guys catch the I am legend vibes from that? Uh, <laughs> I did not look just like the zombie. I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. It was very, very creepy. Um, but that goes hand in hand with the buck and the cherry. I want to read this. Uh, if you're familiar with Chuck Klosterman. I am. This is from Song Facts. I'm just going to read this whole fucking thing. In the April 2007 issue of Esquire magazine, Chuck Klosterman pointed out that while the Gnarls Barkley song Crazy was lauded by many critics as the best song of 2006, Buck Cherry's Crazy Bitch was immensely popular that year at strip clubs, among people who drive with their windows down and with kids who won't turn off their ringtones during movies. <laughs> he points out that you can tell a lot about a person by which song they prefer. If you go for this song, Klosterman says, quote, you have been sonically and culturally emancipated. You will never have to read another album review for the rest of your life. You don't need criticism because the things you like don't require explanation. You're free. You're crazy. But you like the way it fucks you. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, that is why Chuck Klosterman is Chuck Klosterman. Yes. And we are just us. We are just people living in Chuck Klosterman's fucking world. Oh, God. Wow. How fantastic. We've reached the time. Hold on. Before we do this, one more little thing I want to say. What is it? When he came up with the idea for this song, Uh he sang it into his mother's voicemail. Oh, good. So he wouldn't forget it. He recalled, he said to her, don't erase this. I want to remember it. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Imagine calling your mom's answering machine to sing, hey, you're a crazy bitch (laughs) to your your mom. Did he have no one else to call? I I mean, it almost seems like a bullshit story because it seems too bad to be true. That totally is. You couldn't talk about that with your mom. Now, I could have. Really? I was lucky. I, I mean, I had a mom that I was close with, but I mean, like, I wouldn't. No, I would. I'm not. Right. You know, it's like I could, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I could, but I, I wouldn't. see. It's hard to picture any of this because I know that you wouldn't have written lyrics like this. So yeah. you could have had this this discussion w- that we're having now with your mom. But that's fair. You wouldn't have been. Your mom would not have ever had to go. Mark, we need to talk about these lyrics. <laughs> you know, f- with you, Kristen. There's no shame. You, we we got. We need you to go full bore. What? creep factor do you give this song yeah i'm going full 10 holy shit i don't 
I just, the biggest thing is really the second bridge when he comes in and it's just all about him taking away all of her agency, any power she could have. She's just a thing for him to fuck. And she should be so lucky that she gets to have sex with him. That is the first full 10. No, it's, and it's I'm, just, you know, and you could go into a bigger thing about feminism and like objectifying sure. women, which obviously the music video has a problem with. But like, it's just, it's not good. And you can tell that, you know, he's just there for like a good time. Mm-hmm. Thinks it's hot. Let's fuck around. And yeah, you know, the beginning of the song, it sounds all right. Like if I were to just read the first half of the song, it'd probably be around a six. Like I don't like you. It's sleazy, God damn. but it's not that bad. This is fucking amazing. Like every single word that you've said, <laughs> if, it, if we had just stuck to the first one, it would probably be a six. I thought to myself, exactly. I've, I've sat here and listened to Mark say the same thing as he sits here and says to her, no need to talk. Mm-mm. That's no it's. And then everything before it, I'm right there. I am right there with you. I'm not a ten. I'm a nine nine, All and right. I'm not kidding. Wow. I respect. I'm not kidding. I'm not. It's that's Mark. Wow. Mark, look at it. Look at that. I know that second bridge. I don't want to don't ruins this me. shit. <laughs> it is everything that I hated as it's, a kid. For you to yeah. say, for anybody to say that there is one part in particular that ruins this song. There, we should probably. This should write. Go, this is going to go up next to Live Laugh Land. We're going to get these and frame them and put them up as the lyrics that put us over the top. Mark, we did uh, Every Breath You Take was astronomically high. Tonight's Tonight was astronomically high. Mark, that bridge alone puts it over the fucking top. Yeah. I'm not joking. Um, so no pressure. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go as high as either. I mean. Okay. I agree with Christian. I mean, to be honest with you, cashing in the rocks just to get you face to face dealing with crack as a form of monetary barter is God. This song is really bad, huh? God. Um, Keep talking. You'll get to that nine baby girl. You want it all to be a star. You'll have to go down, take it off. No need, need to, to talk. talk. You're crazy, but I like the way you fuck me. Um, God damn. I mean, I'm just thinking about like cutting the fucking phone lines to the cabin. I'm just thinking about like the extreme creepiness of some other stuff. Yeah. And I'll say this. You were talking earlier about how like there are like there are some women that like being crazy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get the feeling with some of this that like there is some play there with like talking to a woman that he's at least perceiving to like be into this back and forth. He's not play. He's not, he's not saying this to like, um, Hillary Rodham Clinton. He's not having this conversation with someone who's not playing the game. Like, it seems to me that like, this is a woman that, you know, who's willing to accept crack to like hang out. And so, I think that may be what kind of disarms me a little bit about it. Don't get me wrong. It's a very high score. But I feel like he's there's some quid pro quo going on that there that he's dealing with someone who might very well be a self-professed crazy bitch. And I don't know if it makes it much better. 
I'm going to give it a 9.3. Okay. You did the right thing. You brought it into the nines. Yeah. So if you'd have gone any oh, lower, it's there's it, no if, way it's going to blow it into the nines. It, there's not a way yeah, it's going it, to This is this is disturbing on. And I reserve the right after I go to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow to you know who knows maybe I'll make an edit and be like, <laughs> and there are to go listeners. I'm gonna I wake wrong. up in a in a fucking cold sweat thinking about. <laughs> You don't need to talk. Oh, everything is wrong with this song. Everything, everything yeah. is yeah. wrong with this song. Everything. Thank you. And yeah, I can definitely, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Like, there's probably, yeah, a certain type of woman who's like, yeah, I'm a crazy bitch. I, you know, groupie-esque, like, I want to fuck them. Yes. And who gets that enjoyment? And uh, awesome. Like, well, the, great for them. The defense to that is she doesn't get to sing this song. Right. You don't hear her, you know, you don't hear that. And, and it's just him at the end you know, using everything that he has to get her to the point where I'm just gonna fuck you, keep your mouth shut, and that's you the know? problem. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's why yeah. it's at nine point nine. That's that's yeah. it. So, anyway, this is staggering. This yeah. is staggering. I fucking hate this song. Uh, you were you were talking earlier about you know how uh, I, I you know how I'm feeling bad through this, and there were so many times earlier on when we would do songs like this, and I would feel bad. I kind of justify it now by saying that we're pointing out what's bad in this song, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I went back and I looked at some episodes from uh, earlier, you know, some some ones that we've done before, and I do have to say that the, I think my favorites and the ones that make are the ones that make me feel good. A la uh, "Born in the USA," I'll never forget as long as I live. Come on, Eileen, how I came in here wanting to trash that song, and then leaving here thinking it's one of the best songs I've ever heard. There's a there's a there's a heroicism in what we're doing here, Chris. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, I can't thank agree. you enough for yeah. bringing this and also for coming and being on. Yeah. We we really do appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, next Monday we will be back with another episode where we will be talking about Lola oh, by the Kinks. Okay. So we'll do uh, we'll do a little. Did you know? And I think that most people do know. But if you don't, yeah, uh, maybe we'll get a chance it's to talk about fun. Yoda. We get to talk about music, shit. and we get to talk about the Kings. Yeah, and the oh, that's gonna be which good. we like the. Kings. I got some shit for you to listen to before we uh, let me, remind me to remind you. I'll try. Yeah, it's gonna be good. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Okay, yeah, I like loving I'm, stuff. With, listen, me and you have talked enough about music. We know each other when it comes to the music. As I make the sign of the cross, we, <laughs> spectacles, testicles, wallet, wallet and watch. watch. You are going to love this little. It's a podcast. And we like podcasts. I do like podcasts. So you're going to like it. Okay. Thank you, dear listener, for listening. We will be back next Monday with yet another episode of Lyrics to Go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>